This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for today, February 21st. I will go through two stories slightly more in-depth that are really crucial for the payer industry. First, health leaders are anticipating that the COVID-19 pandemic is waning and a majority of payers are reinstating their cost-sharing policies that were waived during much of the pandemic, according to the Star Tribune. A December 9th report from Fitch Ratings said the insurers would shift toward market stability as the pandemic began to subside. Part of this would include a return to cost sharing for COVID-19 patients. Now, only a relative handful of insurers were still waiving cost sharing at the end of 2021, and the number number continues to shrink, said Cynthia Cox, a vice president of the California-based Kaiser Family Foundation to the Star Tribune. Ms. Cox told the Star Tribune that cost sharing during the pandemic raises a lot of questions about fairness. On the one hand, if many people are susceptible to potentially serious viral infection, is it fair for insurers to uh, make patients face a deductible? On the other hand, why should other patients such as cancer patients have to pay for the deductible if COVID-19 patients don't? Dr. Sayan Nikpay, a health economist at the University of Minnesota, told the Star Tribune that continuing to help members pay for COVID-19 care despite the widespread increase in access to vaccines and tests could create a moral hazard that may enable members to dismiss getting vaccinated. However, Dr. Nikpay said policies will also negatively affect those who get severely ill with COVID-19 despite taking precautions. The Minnetonka, Minnesota-based nonprofit Medica reported $83 million in COVID-19-related spending between October 2020 and September 2021. The payer reinstated cost-sharing October 1st following an increase in the availability of vaccines. However, among the six other nonprofit insurers in Minnesota, each is taking a different approach to cost-sharing for Medicaid and Medicare beneficiaries they serve. And secondly, as it enters the second year of offering the public health option, Washington State is blaming hospital resistance for the program's slow adoption, according to a February 21st NPR report. The bill enacting the public option was introduced in 2019, and since then, only 25 of the state's 39 counties offer plans. Lawmakers point fingers at providers for the resistance, which set up hurdles for the program's rollout. State Representative Eileen Cody told NPR the hospital resistance to join the networks for public health plans is a big part of the problem. The Washington State Hospital Association said a majority of hospitals are not joining the public option health plan networks because the program slashes reimbursements to providers to control costs. To navigate resistance, lawmakers approved a mandate that requires hospitals to contract with public option plans if they are not available in every county in 2022. The rule goes into effect in 2023. In the interim, Washington lawmakers have seen enrollment increase because of the pandemic era insurance subsidies offered by the federal government. The state has earmarked funds to create subsidies of its own, but has not determined how it will distribute funds yet. If you would like the latest in payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every afternoon, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter through our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com.